Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allowed the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. Welcome, everyone. I'm so happy you joined us today. I'm excited that we are here together, and it's a perfect time of year to talk about overwhelm. So my question to you, before I get started and ask that question, I guess I should say welcome to Mystic Margaritas on Inspired Choices Network. I'm Marge Bowen speaking, and Margaret Miller's with us. Hey, Margaret. You there? Anyway, I wanted to ask all of you a question. Have you been overwhelmed lately? We almost <laughs> laugh at that because it's been such a year, right? And here we are at the holidays. Overwhelm is a tricky thing, isn't it? So another question, have you ever been so frozen by the enormity of a task that you gave up before you started? You know, overwhelm is an interesting thing. And I'd like to set this up, Margaret, if it's okay to talk about what happens in our energy and in our brain when we go into overwhelm. I want to just let you know that there's a central channel, a meridian channel called the central or conception vessel that actually starts in the perineum, comes up the center of the body and ends right on the chin. And this actually is a storehouse for uh, the, the yin energy of all the body. And so all it kind of rules all the other yin meridians. And not only that, but it houses our feminine energy of being. So what can happen is when all these other yin meridians get stressed, 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 and there's no energy to really replenish, then we can go into overwhelm. And what the central vessel or conception vessel is another name, also links in with the brain. And our brain, you know, as I've said before in other um, live broadcasts, our brain is there to keep us safe. We're built for survival, our brain and our body. So our brain, we start to, the stresses start to build. It's like, have you ever watched a kid? I know you all have, where they're building blocks and they build them and they build them and they get higher and higher and higher. And pretty soon it topples over. And this is like our stress. It isn't just it's not necessarily one stress, but things start adding, 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 adding. And we start, everything changes in our body and in our brain and in our energy fields. And what can happen is our brain will start changing its neurological pattern, operating more from the subconscious, where all of our habits from childhood, all of our, um, our wounds and our patterns that we may not be aware of or really don't even need anymore, start to take over. And when this happens, we can get to that place, of course, of complete overwhelm where we just either can't think straight or our, de our energy is, complete, is just de depleted and we wanna go to bed or not get things done in our life like we need to. So that is an introduction, at least in the energy in the body of what can happen, Margaret, when we move into overwhelm. Well, that is one powerful introduction to the topic. And I, I, was, I was laughing when you asked that question because I, I felt like, 
you know, even just um, in preparation for today, there were moments where, where I could feel myself wanting to tip into that energy of overwhelm. And, you know, I thought um, that it was beautiful that you were um, introducing us to the, to the meridian energies, you know, and, and, and how we can, um, we're basically become our worst enemies when, when we, um, when the things start to pile up. And I looked at the definition of overwhelm, right? And that's basically the definition of it is too much of something at once. And so as I was, you know, contemplating this, I, I thought about what, what we're doing uh, on a mental and emotional level also when we're, when we find ourselves overwhelmed um, in our lives. And a lot of times either we're projecting ourselves too far into the future and trying to, um, you know, and, and seeing uh, the myriad of tasks and, and things that have to happen in order for um, this larger thing that we're look, you know, that we're working on to happen, or, um, or maybe we are, you know, just so, so involved in the details of our everyday lives that we can't even, you know, we can't even figure out how to move past, um, you know, the, the blocks that seem to come. And, and the first thing that, that I like to, to think about when I, when I find myself in overwhelm, if I can, right? Once I, once I identify that, oh my gosh, I am completely overwhelmed. I'm completely frozen here. Um, I like to ask a couple of questions. And the first one is how much of this is, how much of the pressure here is actually mine? And how much of it is my intuitive sensitive being picking up on from everything and everyone else around me. And this, you know, especially in the holiday season, this tends to be, you know, for many people, uh, one of the most stressful and, and overwhelming times of the year for, for many, many different reasons, right? And, and so how much of that is mine and how much of that belongs to someone else? Then the next question I would ask was, is how much of this, um, comes from me being concerned about things that I have absolutely no control over. How, how much of it is, is, you know, me worrying about things that I, that I just don't have any control over. And then, you know, once I've asked that question, then how much of it comes from trying to force an outcome, which is our topic from last week, how much how much of this overwhelm is coming from me trying to force something to happen, uh, maybe not in its natural flow, maybe not in its right timing, maybe not in right action. Now, once I've asked those questions, what am I left with, right? So how, uh, a lot of times after I ask those questions and I allow those things to fall away, I find that, that, that I am not as overwhelmed. Um, 
But if it's still too much, right? If I've asked those questions and I've allowed those things to fall away and it's still too much, then something has to go, right? Or something has to wait till later. And so this is, I, I haven't gotten, gotten us out of the overwhelm by those questions yet, <laughs> but I thought I would, I would kind of just um, present those as some steps that we can take. No, that's really good because, because what you're talking about really that process, you're, you're beginning to rewire the brain, right? As you go through those talk. So we're talking about the mind, we're talking about our mental self. And that brings me to a quote I'd like to read. And it's out of a book actually called Expectation Hangover <laughs> and uh, by Christine Hassler. And we do need to look at our expectations, especially this time of year, but anytime. But, you know, at Christmas, you think about what am I, am I, and you talked about, Margaret, about our thoughts. Are they from the past or the future? Are we in the past or are we in the future or are we in the present? That's an important topic because we might have memories about how the holidays are and we're trying to make that the same holiday even though we're working full time or you know it's different for us. And so we need to be aware of our expectations. So I just want to read this quote. It says, it says rewiring your brain. If you can get more control over what happens between your ears, you can transform yourself to become happier, stronger, more resilient, more loving, more able to help yourself and others. And that was by Rick Hansen. And so it's, he's talking about getting out of the mindset, right? Working the mind. And I learned something a long time ago uh, about cognitive errors and cognitive errors are all of the stinking thinking that we do. And we're not even aware sometimes that we're doing it. I'll give you an example of one and it's magnification. So one little stress might happen, but I might magnify that far bigger than it needs to be. And so that it bleeds into every other of my, uh, area of my life or even influences other people I'm assuming. And now my stress level has increased tremendously. So this takes me to the card I pulled for us today, Margaret. <laughs> and I used a beautiful deck called Soul Truth. And the cards are actually are questions. And so the card I pulled is, what am I most afraid of losing? <laughs> I think when we look at expectations and we begin to look at our overwhelm with the beautiful questions that you've indicated, Another question to really ask is, what am I afraid of losing? Am I afraid of losing this relationship because I don't give him a present? Am I afraid of not having the perfect holiday um, because I don't want to do this or that? So asking for what am I most afraid of losing is kind of an interesting question. And I will just read this very short thing. Name that fear and look at the worst case scenario and then find a solution. Take your power back by being certain of who you are and where you are going. So this, this central vessel, it not only links in with the brain, but also our vision, okay? And the, and the visual system is a huge part of neurological processing in our brain. And so we need to also um, step back and maybe bring our vision into more focus so that we can just slow, slow, slow down and do one thing. 
rather than everything. That's really beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. So I think I, I will go ahead and um, talk about the cards that I drew for today. And for some reason, I drew two cards again today. <laughs> and the first one kind of relates directly to what you were talking about there and, and with the central vessel and so forth. Um, and it's uh, from the Mayan Oracle and it's one of the number cards from the Mayan Oracle and it's the, the number five. And in this, it's called center. And it's talking about um, connecting with our core purpose, our central intent, our foundations, our place of centeredness, our, si our, our simplicity. What is the most simple you know, part of our being? And then this, the second card that I drew was from the Lakota uh, Sweat Lodge cards, and it's called Wani. And Wani is the four directions. Okay, so it's talking about um, receiving our, our messages and our guidance from the elements and the directions, you know, in, in our um, in earth-based ceremonies and so forth we call on the on the wisdom and the energy and the uh, presence of the of the elements and the directions and we are standing in the center or the hochoka right that's that's called the small voice in the middle so we're actually in the center and all of the wisdom of the universe is around us Right, and so, so that kind of that was um, just sort of a beautiful um, tie-in, I thought, to yours as well. And today, the Sabian symbol in astrology for today is uh, 17 degrees of Sagittarius, and it is a sunrise service or a sunrise ceremony, which is. Uh, asking and, and reminding us of the renew renewal of the urge to live, remembering that life is a great gift, uh, a miracle, a joy. So really tapping in, you know, this is, this is uh, the, one of the keys to uh, moving forward in our lives in a powerful way is reconnecting, right, with what is important, with what our our larger dream and vision is. And when we stand in that center, then we are really prepared to take the next step. That's beautiful, Margaret. And you know, it makes me think of um, the centeredness that you're talking about. Um, that that is central vessel. That's one of the names, central vessel. This channel, but it has a it has a relationship. The central vessel also has a partner, and that is governing vessel, which oversees all the young meridians in the body and is linked to our nervous system. So again, that centeredness is about finding the flow from the universe, from the, from the four directions, right? From something higher than ourselves, from gratitude, whatever it is so that we can begin to offer more energy to those two important channels that help bring us back into our body in a grounded way, connected to something greater than ourselves so that we can move forward with a beautiful vision. Perfect. 
So we're going to go to a break right now and continue this discussion about moving ourselves from overwhelm into positive action in our lives. Uh, you're listening to Marge Bowen and me, Margaret Miller, on Mystic Margaritas Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. You've joined Margaret Miller and Marge Bowen. I'm Marge Bowen of Mystic Margaritas, and we're here on Inspired Choices Network. We're talking about this amazing state of overwhelm that we all touch on here and there and everywhere in our lives and what it means in the, in the body, mind, uh, energy fields, what it means <clears throat> from a, an astrological perspective and from the four directions. And, you know, I just want to say that um, it's an interesting thing, overwhelm and you know, you can get so frozen that you just can't move, right? And that's a very purposeful thing because it offers us an opportunity to get quiet, right? To, to move into a place where we're able to step back from everything that created the overwhelm to begin with and really calm our energy and calm our mind and move into the present. So again, I think one of the key things that we need to remember when we are in overwhelm is, am I in the future? Am I in the present or in the past? Or am I in, truly in the present? Because we can flip into the past very easily. You know, central vessel or, or conception vessel is also about success versus failure. And we all have had fear of failure at some point in our life. 
And going into overwhelm, we can start playing these, pro these, these programs in our brain about, oh, I'm not good enough, or, oh, I can't do this, or, oh, you know, this person won't like me, or, you know, I'm not smart enough, whatever it is, whatever those programs are, and that just builds the overwhelm. And it's tricky to, to think about, well, when we're in that moment, what can we do about it? And I, and I, I'll be honest with you, I had one of those moments, um, you know, beginning this live broadcast, I had to learn a lot of new technology. My nephew of 40 years had just passed away. I just came back from a traveling, the first plane trip and, and trip I took during COVID. Uh, I was very, and then I had trouble with the technology and I was very overwhelmed to the point where I was practically in tears after, you know, the first broadcast. And it was, you know, there's a part of me that's been there so many times, right, that I'm able to observe that in a almost a detached way, which can also be very useful. Um, and it allowed me to just stay, lean into the emotional experience, see the thoughts that were coming, and stop them. And I you know, I tell my clients all the time, you know, if you have, I want you to observe your thinking, that's really important. And when you observe a negative thought, then just see a big stop sign or see it, the word stop flashing like that, or put your hand up, or I've even out loud said stop, because it's a, it's a habitual thing based on old programming. And so stopping the, the negative thoughts can be very useful. And then at that point, we're able to Again, calm the energies so that we can reconnect and get recentered and begin to see that we don't have to be here. And I can choose more supportive thoughts and move from the negative to the positive. Yes, exactly. Okay. So how I would how I'm gonna say that is stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> I love stop. that. Stop what you're doing. Drop into your heart center. Drop fully into your body. Roll with your breath in and out. Allow your breath to roll in and out of you like the tide rolling in and out, like the clouds rolling by. So stop drop and roll. <laughs> I love that, Margaret. That's great. It's an easy way to really help shift us out of that moment. And I, I really like, I'll add to that. I love, I love essential oils. And so I'll, I'll just take uh, an oil that maybe I know about that I think would be useful, but I'm going to offer a suggestion here because I'm all about people having empowered ways to support them at home. And um, one of the things I love are essential oils, but uh, peppermint is a beautiful oil. And it actually links, it, there's actually, it actually helps the central vessel, but it's also the, the oil of the buoyant heart. So just exactly what you're saying, Margaret, in you know, dropping into the heart, and you can just put a drop on your hand. I really suggest using very high quality oils, of course, um, and just take some deep breaths. And that would be the roll. You could do that while you're rolling with the wave or with the clouds or whatever you're rolling with. Right. And the, you know, the, the 
the, the part of that that I think, you know, is obviously is really important in, in what you're, what we're doing there is that we are coming into our bodies, that we are uh, moving out of the, the trap of the mind where, where it's gone into the, the overwhelm and we're coming into our body and we're allowing ourselves to reconnect with maybe the, you know, with our lives, with our, with our, with our self, with our larger vision. And when we do that, then we are moving. We can, we're, we're not frozen anymore. We're able to move in a natural rhythm and our breath reminds us that we have a natural rhythm of life and that all of the things that are required in a day, all of the things that are required um, from us in this moment um, stem from, you know, that, from our breathing in and out. And, and it reminds me um, again of, of uh, another Lao Tzu quote, um, the journey of 1000 miles begins under one's feet or begins with the first step, right? And so if that first step is taken from that place of centeredness and calm, you know, where we have, we have eliminated the, um, all of the energies or, or identified the ones that don't belong to us and now are only focused on the ones that do belong to us, then, then we're, we can move forward in an intentional manner. That's beautiful. I love that. Um, because, you know, those little steps start to reconnect the brain, right? And offer a pathway to the frontal cortex where we do our problem solving and our higher thinking. And we need that connection. And so we are able to, when we take that one step, one step at a time, when we take that one step, everything starts to shift and connect and flow in a whole different way. And um, I also think that it, we need to be able to really, really give ourselves a pat on the back when we take that one step too. You know, we need to really be our own best friend and just, you did it, you know, just relish in that movement, I think is really important. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of, um, I think it's Alistair Crowley, Crowley uh, quote, every intentional act is a magical act. Like every, every small step, and it can be a tiny step, but every small step that we take towards uh, our higher vision in life is a powerful thing. And, and when we, you know, when we start focusing uh, on, on those small steps, when we, when we start like looking at just the mundane tasks in our life and recognizing that, you know, I mean, cert certain of them are required I and mean, we need to do them. <laughs> we need to do, you know, sometimes I, I wish I didn't have to do the dishes, <laughs> you know, or whatever, but, right. but it's much better when I do them. My life is much better when I do them. My yes. environment is much better than I when I do them. And, and I can begin to look at things like that, those small actions that I have to take every day that, you know, sometimes seem like there's way too many of them, 
you know, in a, yes. in a given day. But if I look at them and I recognize that they are contributing to my, the unfolding of my uh, dream of this beautiful life that, that, you know, that I have maybe put out there in the future, but that, that these, this is part of that and do those things intentionally. It's a, it's a powerful way of moving through the day. It's a chop wood, carry water. It is. It's very Zen and very mindful. And that takes me to, to purpose, talking about purpose, because I think sometimes we confuse the idea that if we are living, if we are working toward our purpose, that we need to be actually working something to obtain living in our purpose when what you're saying, I think, is that we're living in our purpose. This moment is our purpose. Exactly. Boy, that's a beautiful um, segue into our break so, so that we can come and, and really dive into that when we get back from our break. So this is Margaret Miller and Marge Bowen with Mystic Margaritas on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas in this context represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. You're listening to Mystic Margaritas. I'm Marge Bowen, and I'm here with Margaret Miller. Margaret, before we went on break, we talked about, we kind of got into this idea of purpose, right? And that our purpose is right now. And, you know, because I, I was always driving toward what is my purpose? What is my purpose? And as soon as I let go of that and accepted this mystic way of living, right? That, that the purpose, I am living in my purpose. My purpose is right now and more, more will flow to me, but stay in the present, be mindful. And um, we talked about easy, right? Ease last time. And, and I think that ease comes into that because this, this word determination, you know, when I, when I, sometimes when we move into overwhelm, we come out of it with this energy of determination. I will conquer, but that can sometimes be an over energy that shows up like a vow we made and there's all this energy attached to it. And I think more than anything, our determination is really great when we can soften it and be gentle with it, gentle with ourselves. And 
then we can move back into some kind of flow rather than always push, push, push. Yes, exactly. And that when you said that, it reminded me of um, the gene key that's associated with, with this topic, right? And that is um, moving is uh, the shadow of inertia, the gift of determination, and the city of invincibility. And how it's described in that is very much like the softer, gentler version of determination where, where you're utilizing that, that small step that you're taking uh, and, and the repetitive steps, the steps that you take over and over in each day, moving forward through your day with the knowing that this present moment is your purpose, like you're saying that, that, that our purpose is to be here and to be alive and to be in joy and to, you know, to partake of the, this delightful miracle that is life, right? This is, that's the purpose. And as we, each step that we take, you know, unfolds in front of us, um, our next action. So it's, that's a, it's a really, that's a powerful, powerful way to look at it. And then determination becomes, uh, being able to stay in that present and to move with each action with the intention towards, uh, towards that, that joyful life. Right. Yeah, and the invincibility is really, it really is a yin energy. And so because the gene keys match up with the I Ching, um, you know, the I Ching is about the Tao and the, the opposites, polarities, the yin and the yang. And the yin, as I described the central vessel or conception vessel, it, it does govern all the other yin meridians. And then there are also yang meridians. So yin tends to be... Um, more the feminine, it tends to be introspective. So the idea of us becoming softer and, and moving and surrendering, what an amazing word that is, and yielding and playing. It makes me think when we're when we move out of that yin into the more yang action, and expression, which is fine. But when we're in overwhelm, sometimes we need to you know, be more yin-like, uh, introspective, more soft, more gentle with self. And, um, and I think it takes us back again to our expectations, because our expectations are part of that push, push, harder, faster, longer <laughs> kind of mentality. And whatever happened to just, uh, you know, I, I always recall um, Gary Zukov's book, the seat of the soul. And he talks about life school, right? And that's what we are. We're in life school. And so to, to have fun with the learning, to be curious and really lighten up our curiosity about, wow, look, look what I did that time. Isn't that curious? I love that term. Isn't that curious instead? Well, that was stupid. Isn't that curious? What can I learn from that? You know, it's a softening and a learning and really that is a great determination and also um, power that we gain when we can be in that place. 
Yeah. And also, you know, along with that, you know, every, when we're in, when we do need to take the next action in, in our lives, because obviously, you know, we're having to balance both of those things. We're, we're going to be um, in the introspective place and the, you know, the, what's the opposite of that? <laughs> I can't, I can't figure out the word for that, but, but in the, you know, in the exterior, having to move into the uh, outer world, right? Every action that we take has its own energy signature and where we're coming from, where are, you know, where we're centered in our being, if we're centered in our being, uh, determines like the frequency of the actions that we take. And if we're, if we're taking action, uh, trying to take action from the place of overwhelm, uh, we, we're going to, our actions are going to have the energy signature probably of fear or anxiety or, or, or some sort of, um, you know, more negative emotion that, that actually determines that we will go in circles, that we will, will move back into the past, right? We'll, and, and not be able to move forward when, if we stop, drop and roll, if we, you know, take the time to bring ourselves into the center of our being and then take our action from, uh, from the knowing of our heart, then, then, it, then our action doesn't go in that circle anymore. It goes over the hill into the unknown and we're able to move forward without having to know the end result because we're safe, we're secure, we're safe and secure in the knowing of our own internal being and, and that, that our purpose in life is being fulfilled by us being here in this moment. That's so lovely. And that's true surrender, isn't it? It makes me think, you know, sometimes when we try to, when we work, when we over move into overcoming our overwhelm, we can get impatient with ourselves because maybe we it's familiar and I just want to remind everyone on the call and I really love this idea of what healing is truly healing in our life because healing isn't it's not like this straight line that goes up 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 right it's like I like it to think of it as a pendulum and so the pendulum can come over and we'll learn over here and then maybe something happens and it sets us back a ways. Maybe it feels like it sets us back to the beginning of a, of a stress, like we've not learned a thing, but in fact, we have. But this idea of the pendulum swinging forward and then coming back and then swinging forward, that actually is contrast. And we learn from contrast. So again, we're back to what is our purpose? Our purpose is in the now right? And being able to flow, as you suggested, or move into surrender of being where we are, being curious about it, being a little lighter, a little more gentle about it, so that we can move forward in the way that we need to. Yeah, the pendulum or the, it's reminding me of the, the scales in the Libra, you know, balancing those. I'm a Libra uh, sun. Me too. Um, here we yes. are. Here, here are a couple Libras yeah. hanging out here. And so sometimes <laughs> we do, we learn from contrast and we some, sometimes have to go to extremes to figure things out. 
you know, go, go from one end to the other, go from, from uh, incessant action to absolute stillness, right? Yes. And, to, and to somehow find that center place again, to, you know, and that's what those extremes are t telling us is to, or, or showing us is to come back into that center place. You know, I'd like to go back to something you said at the very beginning, which I think is so important as well. And that is uh, so many of us are far more empathic and intuitive than we realize. And I think you make such a great point um, in checking in with self to say, is this mine or is this someone else's? Because we really do have a tendency to pick up signals, of course we do, from other people and whatever's going on for them. And that can convolute, you know, whatever our process is. So I just want to remind our listeners, really, that that is a very important question to ask. And maybe some of you that are listening already know you're, you're empathic. And maybe some of you that are listening don't know if you're empathic. But I do love that question. Is this mine? Or am I picking up someone else's stress right now? And uh, then we can let go of that. Just asking the question, I think, is powerful in beginning to let go of that and move back to self. And that process, that important process you were just talking about, about shifting from, you know, the mind to the heart uh, so that we can stay centered and grounded um, in ourselves. Yes, I'm glad that you uh, brought us back around to that, um, because I think that is it's a very important um, Thing to be aware of and and also you know along with that is this mine or is this somebody else's but also is this you know is is what i'm trying to accomplish is is my feeling of overwhelm coming from thinking that i need to perform in a certain way because you know, this is, you know, because I was taught my whole life that this is the way you do things, rather than is this what, you know, is this what really is my purpose, right? Because when we're, when we start um, people pleasing, or, or really trying to do something from a place that isn't authentic for ourselves, Right. It's kind of the same thing. Is this mine or somebody else's? Did right. you know, is, is this idea of who I'm supposed to be my own? Is this my authentic creation? Or is, is my life my own authentic creation? Or is it just this um, trying to uh, prove to someone else or to, to myself that I can be this or that or the other thing? And, and, Boy, that's a big topic. I, you know, kind of it opened a can of worms, but no, that's good because it, you know, I was going to mention because we're kind of tying into that is other people's negativity. I mean, we've got our own negativity, but we are influenced by other people's negativity. And so being aware of how other people, and that can be family, society, anything that we tune into, right? And how is that, how am I allowing that negativity to influence? or trigger what's going on for me. And what can I do to move away from that negativity so that I can move back into a more positive place within myself so that I can make change? Oh, that's beautiful. 
that's yeah exactly and then and so from and that then talks about um you know things that we can control and things that we can't control because okay. we can't necessarily control uh you know all of the all of the emotions and feelings and 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 things that are out there that are influencing mm -hmm. us but we we do have one thing that we can have control over in our lives this is something that i talk to you know with my clients all about all the time is we have we have the ability to be in control of our own energy of our own frequency and our own vibration and if we choose to be in control of that take control of that one thing then we have massive amounts of power and influence in our own lives in over over what we experience right yes <laughs> so it looks like we're ready for our third and final break of the show this is Margaret Miller and Marge Bowen with Mystic Margaritas on Inspired Choices Network, and we will be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspireChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to MysticMargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. You're joining Mystic Margaritas. I'm Marge Bowen and with Margaret Miller, and we were just talking about this idea that about control and especially when it comes to negativity and being exposed to a lot of negativity in our, in our lives, either through our family or work or in society, wherever it is, uh, and that we have more control than we realize uh, when it comes to that. Um, and that takes me to also um, the greatest, I guess, thought and belief that our own healing is based on our, our willingness to accept responsibility that we are in control of our own healing. We are able to heal whatever it is, whether it's um, being responsible for our thinking, being responsible to manage our energy. I think in the last, uh, one, of the, one of the previous live broadcasts, I talked about this idea of having an energy bank and we can make deposits and we can make withdrawals and some things are neutral. And so keeping the idea of that in mind with anything, whether it's our thoughts, our decisions, our response, anything, um, it's really a powerful thing because we can tune into, okay, is my energy increasing right now? Is it neutral? Or is this decreasing my energy? And I love managing myself 
from that perspective because it's additional information. Um, it isn't just our senses, it's also our intuitive sense, which is another aspect, which is another sense. And so there's more information available to me if I just close my eyes, pay attention to what I'm feeling, not just in emotion, but also in my body, and then expand that out to include our energy. And am I feeling drained or am I feeling just kind of neutral or am I feeling excited or energetic or whatever it is? And that's a great way too to give us a signal of, oh, I need to maybe choose a different response or a different thought because this thought is feeding that fear and it's taking me down the rabbit hole. Yes, ex that, yeah, exactly. And so, and so when, we, when we're doing that, when we're paying attention to those things, then we really are, um, you know, choosing to be in control of that one thing that we can be in control of, which is, uh, you know, the way that we, the way that our energy is, is responding to life, right? The way that we are um, coming across the way that we're, um, yeah, it, being able to respond instead of react. Right. So, so that's when I know if for, that's one of the ways that I know if I am able to respond to something instead of reacting, <laughs> you know, I, I am in that moment in control of my own energy and, and, you know, it, and, and I, we are responsible for it one way or the other. It doesn't, you know, whether I re react to something or, or I, I respond to it, I'm still responsible for that. <laughs> yeah. And you know, the, it, it, it's always amazing that we respond, human beings respond far more to something positive than something negative. Although we're all geared toward the negativity, no doubt. We've been trained really well to go negative, but we respond, it goes back to this idea of this softness and surrender and, and even a gentleness when we move into determination and, you know, and taking action. When I take action from a more positive place, even if the situation is negative, if I can shift that and stay really gentle and move, move from more of a, a positive loving place, man, that is, that's amazing how other people respond to that. It's quite a skill too. It's not easy when we're all emotional or we're reacting, like you say, and all of a sudden now, because we're reacting, we've got all these programs coming at us through all, this, all these thoughts and these old belief systems and blah, blah, blah coming at us. And so our energy and our, everything just starts escalating, right? Um, yeah. So it's quite, it's quite a skill to move in, to, to learn how to choose, how to be aware of all that and choose to shift ourselves into a gentle place and one that's more positive so we can respond in it from a way different place. And man, that is powerful for the other person as well as for ourselves. Yeah. And so I'm getting all excited over here. <laughs> So, so I'm, I'm like, oh, and, and here is yet another opportunity to stop, drop, and roll. Yeah. <laughs> stop what you're doing. Drop into your heart center, right? Drop into that heart-centered awareness and come fully into your body so you can feel 
what's going on. Like if, if we're in a reactive or a negative uh, state, stop, drop and roll and then breathe in and out. Ooh, I'd like to add one more thing to that too, because you know, a long time, I, I mean, I learned a long time ago that you have the right and permission to take whatever time you need. Sometimes it's hard to respond in the moment because there's so much to whatever's happening for us. It's okay to say, you know, I'm going to take a little time away from this and so that I can really, you know, just be with it. And then I'll come back, you know, I'd like to come back and discuss it. So I just want to put that out there because, because I think that is talk about a gentle way of being with yourself, give yourself permission to take whatever time you need before you respond. Beautiful addition to that. Yeah. Absolutely necessary addition to that too. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that, that we, that's something that, that we should be teaching our children early on is that they have the permission to do that to, you know, so that they can learn how to, um, you know, to be able to become the stewards of their own energy early on in life. And, and yes. to, uh, you know, I think it, it helps us to be, to become authentic beings when we take that time, because oftentimes our reactions will come from a place, like you said, that's, that's past reactions. It doesn't have anything to do with who we are right now. Exactly. Right? And so I'll get back to you on that, <laughs> you know, that's part me- of the drop. I think Margaret, isn't it? <laughs> right. <laughs> Before you roll, it's part of the drop. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, so that when, when we are thinking about this, I, I, I thought about our, our next show. Okay, so mm-hmm. we're coming to the end of our, our show here today. Yeah. And next week, we're talking about moving <clears throat> from uh, like moving with patience, dancing with patience in our lives. Uh, and how, I can't, let's see, it said what our questions were. Do you get tired of waiting for something better to come along? Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, you know, we're going to explore dancing with the rhythm of life and moving our awareness from impatience to timelessness. And that's so I thought and it also I'm excited for the solstice, the winter solstice. We actually will be broadcasting on that day. So I hope people will join us. That'll be a special one. Yeah, that too. That's the 21st. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Thank you so much. See you then. (laughs) Thank you for choosing to listen to the Mystic Margarita Show. Marge and Margaret will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, drink up the magic in you.